Marv, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you, Gav. How you doing, mate? You all right? I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. I'm even better now that I understand from an Albino tweet that that's the, we've taken 13 points off the big six this season, and that's the most we've done, we've taken since 2011-12. So something's oh. going right. Going right in that direction, isn't it? Let me try that yeah. here to see your, see your face. What are you drinking, mate? I'm drinking a, a Thornbridge Jaipur. How oh, nice. Well, I'm... Uh, um, what are you drinking? I'm having a can of Foster's, actually. It's been a Foster's yeah. kind of day today, really. Uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody who's joining us. Uh, it's just a server, so if you put your comments up and say hello, we'll say hello back. Uh, right, we start with your hot take on the game. Uh, Merv, uh, what can we say? What can we say, really, mate? Well, yeah, yeah. It's it 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 really is a, a throwback to the, the the one nil to the Arsenal days, almost the George Graham days. Kind Ooh. of take 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 the chance when you get it, and just kind of don't, don't give them anything. If you know, just just, just there. I mean, there were some scary moments, uh, yeah. particularly in the second half when they were coming on strong. But ultimately, you know. It, I never felt we were going to score the second, but increasingly in the second half, I didn't feel we were going to concede. It was so it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm already getting abuse for Foster's. Thank you very much, Mr. Macy. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it, it was one of those, wasn't it? I mean, you can never get the ump from losing, sorry, from winning one new away. No. In the league. You can you can never have the ump with that, and I thought Arteta actually set my. I mean, my hot take really is, I thought Arteta set the team out absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. There was obviously, I suppose, a bit of concern at the beginning. How was the defence going to play out? Was it a three? How was it going to go to a five? But but you know, ultimately they did everything that uh, they needed to do. Uh, I can see in the comments we're already getting a shot for. Uh, and is man of the match, which I think um, Alan Smith said on Sky as well. I thought he had an excellent game, and um, I thought they all played. Every, every everybody did what they needed to do. Yeah, I mean that's what I was taking from it. Really, I mean everybody knew their job, and mm. there was no big individual errors. There was a couple of little minor things which could have gone against us. Yeah. Uh, but I thought we deserve. I mean, if you defend like that, I think you deserve the luck, Merv. Yeah, no, definitely. It was it. It really was a good old fashioned. It was almost a kind of seventy seventy one or kind of you know George Graham era defensive performance. Everybody knew what they had to do. Everybody stuck at it, and there were some some scary moments. Uh, you know, I was just following the Twitter threads and stuff. Yeah, a couple of moments, Gabrielle kind of you know had people on the edge of their seat, a bit concerned. And and I think once or twice when uh, Bellerin came on, there was a, yeah, a little bit of concern. Was he was he kind of on the pace? But, but I mean, ultimately, they, they, they cleared everything they needed to clear. And Leno dealt with everything he needed to deal with. And, yeah, there was a bit of luck. He, he, fing he fingertipped one onto the bar. Giroud hit the rebound against the bar. But, I mean, it... it, it you know, you make your own luck in those kind of defensive performances. Yeah, no, exactly. And it was almost, like I say, I mean, as you say, it was very much a, a sort of Georgie Graham defensive performance, which I wish we'd kind of done more often this season, if I'm being honest. It, yeah, it, it is. like we, we, we could have done with a lot more of them this season and we'd be in a lot better position than we are. Yeah, it is the kind of game you look at and think, well, yeah, why, why haven't we done that more? You know, the, the high press worked. Um, 
you know, it's kind of yeah. when Chelsea were beginning to get down the left, we tightened it up. We 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 were working the ball. We that we kind of you know did all the things we were supposed to do. And I mean, the difference between that and something like last Thursday, I hate to remind everybody about last Thursday, but it, you scratch your head and think, is this the same club? Is this the same squad of players? Yeah, no, fair one. Uh, your highlight of the game, Merv. Uh, my highlight of the game, uh, oh, um, El Smith Rowe, I thought was brilliant. Uh, Mohamed El Neni, I thought had a great game. I thought Gabriel, for his one or two faults, was very strong and did what he needed to do. I think Leno ans- answered a few critics. Um, I think that my highlight of the game was actually capitalising on Chelsea's error to score a goal uh, well, and then just effectively shutting up shop. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the fair one, I mean, I, I mean I've, I've seen it back a couple of times and mm. the high press from Smith-Rowe, mm. you know, I, I can say, w- was a part of why, you know, he's miscued the pass in the first place. So if he wasn't, if yeah. he wasn't being pressured and if, if, and if you know, if Smith-Rowe wasn't, well, basically up his ass at the time, then he probably would have had a chance to sort of turn with the ball. But he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have a second with the ball. So, I mean, not only did Smith-Rowe sort of pressurise him, he then made sure that when, you know, their keepers palmed it out to the Bangyang, that he stepped back. You actually see him step back. He, he's actually said, give it to me. You know I mean, he's making yeah. the save. So, I mean, for me, Smith-Rowe could almost get the credited for the assist and the goal. Yeah, one, yeah. Anyway, let, let's... Gonna read a few of the comments out. Uh Smith Rowe, man of the match, uh any man of the match, uh Philip Haynes, superb result, well grinded that win, awesome. David Dunlop, grind out the result, let's see where anybody wants to go. By the way, I'm in the I'm on the Stappen and it's lovely. Nice one, David. Uh Daniel Douglas, super performance in the race today. If only could we could produce that energy and concentration consistently. Again. Can't disagree with that one, can we? And Daniel no. Douglas again. Uh, Smith Rowe is going to be some player, which I think we all sort of agree on there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, like I say, that you know, the, the highlight was was just that. Uh, we normally go into low light here. Uh, yeah. I, I can't really, I can't really see one. Can you? No, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be, I suppose, if I'm going to be critical. I would think, you know, if that was a game I was at coming away, I was be exhilarated with the win, but thinking, why was it so? That last 10, 15 minutes were so scary. Why didn't we just kill the game with a second goal? We we, we had a lot of um, opportunities to 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 break, and I suppose I, I suppose just 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 keeping composure. Yeah, they could have turned it into a, sec- a second goal, then a very comfortable win. Um, but that's hardly a low light. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, of kind of what was the negative from that game. I mean, we did invite them onto us quite a bit, but we dealt with everything they had. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, I suppose towards the end, it would have been great to uh, to um, to score the second to make it comf- comfortable. But, but you know, it, it's, yeah, it's an away win against a big six team. And uh, we've beaten them home and away this season. And that's been a few years since we've done that against Ch- Chelsea. Yeah, no, I know. Like I, said, I mean, there was a point up until, uh, I believe, that Champions League quarterfinal or semi-final at Highbury that they hadn't beat, we beat them, or they hadn't beaten us for about nine or ten years. And then yeah, yeah. we didn't beat them for nine or ten years. We've actually beaten, yeah. three, games on the, we've actually beaten three games on the bounce now. Mm. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, let's go to one of the low lights. One of the uh, fellows. I'll read out the other comments and I'll go back to his comments. Yeah. Uh, John Smith Jr. Chelsea bigger fresh to Friday. They hit every cross and made it easy for a terrible defence. Mm, maybe. Jason Dell, good result in a shit season. Correct. My mate Gary Parker, up the arse from <laughs> Sunny Lands. What do you remember, Cardiff? I'll never forget Cardiff, Gary. Don't you worry, mate. That was a good deal. Nope. Chelsea in the cup final. Gary, I remember it well. Yeah, Gary, who commented, he was, uh, I was with him when we'd done Chelsea in the uh, FA Cup in 2002 in Cardiff. And me and him had a good drink up all day. But we'll go yeah. on to uh, Trevor Doyle, 
what was Uber's problem? Didn't like he's hugging a Chelsea players afterwards. Oh, and I think we've got somebody else joining us. Is Charlie joining us? Good afternoon. Good evening, guys. Oh, hello, Charlie. How are you doing, mate? I'm good. I wasn't expecting to be here, but I, uh, I'm home now, so I thought I'd join you. Oh, nice one. What were hello. you saying, Charlie? Good evening. You, 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 missed, you missed the first bit. Are you having, have you poured a drink yet, Charlie? I have now, mate. Yeah, I've got a beer. Nice one. Uh, did you hear what I said? Uh, Trevor Trevor Doyle said, what was uh, a Bangiam's problem? Didn't like he's hugging her and Chelsea players afterwards. Do you think a Bangiam looked a little bit pissed off with being pulled off with about 15 minutes to go? Mate, I'll be disappointed with any player if he wasn't upset about coming off. Do you know what I mean? It was a game that I thought that we were, we worked incredibly hard in. He did as well, working at the top on his own. He probably felt that if he had to get if he had that one chance, he might have taken it. But it, 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 what it is, mate, if a player comes off and they're happy to have come off, that's that's a bad attitude, isn't it? I don't want that. He'd be mm. fine tomorrow, do you know what I mean? He'd be absolutely sweet. He'd be happy that we got the win. Is what it is. I mean, I, I didn't like it. I didn't. They kept. I think they're trying to. The, the TV looked like they were trying to make a mountain out of a molehill there, mate. Well, that's what kept... I didn't like. It's like you've got a Bamiang's the first ever player to have been subbed. Yeah, and it, it was almost like they 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 kept sort of like putting the camera on him, like with, great with agenda. Maybe, maybe that's his tent. Was that his tent face, Merv? Do you reckon? His what? <laughs> was that his tent face? His worried face? Yeah, I, I don't know. I the the, the um you you do want you know you want your players not to want to come off, particularly the attacking players. They want to score goals, and he probably felt there was a goal there for him. Um, so it, it's yeah, I don't read that much into it. He probably just yeah, he, he thought he could score and he came off. Uh, yeah, his mate Lacazette came on, so it, it, it's kind of uh, you you want players to be pissed off that they've taken off, you don't want them to be happy they're taken off. Yeah, no, fair one. Uh, Mike Bullock, double celebration after hearing he's got a ticket in the ballot for the Brighton game. Nice one, Mike. Up, you've got a big clunky out banner to take with you. Yeah, I don't uh, know if I. I don't know if I have or not because I haven't had an email from the club. But I noticed somebody on Twitter earlier saying that, that there's money uh, going from their bank account, and and I've got the same thing. So I don't know if I'm going to get a, an email overnight. But I oh, had a uh, I had a ballot ticket for the Southampton game, which of course didn't happen because we went back into lockdown. So uh, I'm, I hope to get a ticket for Brighton. It, yeah, it's weird. I mean, mo- most people that I know look put in for it or the people I know that put in for it have had money taken out or they've had like a request for funds. So I yeah. think it's a pretty it's pretty much a good sign if yeah. it's like to take your money, but at the same respect, the club should be informing you beforehand that they're about to take your money. I've just looked so, at my bank account. I've got money pending. How much you got pending, Charlie? hundred and two pound eighty from Arsenal box office. Well I think you might how many tickets are you going for? Four, four season tickets. Me, and my dad, and a couple of mates. So that's what that. So that's going to be lower tier then, isn't it? Yeah, I presume so, mate. Yeah. Well, it seems that like you've got well, but like, I mean, the, 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 like I say, you know, I don't wish to turn into a slagging off the club thing because we we can probably do a couple of hours on that. But you should yeah. be getting you should be getting told at least the day before that they're taking funds at your bank account. Yeah. Yeah, agree, agree with Mike in the chat. It sounds like they've you've got all four there, Charlie. Yeah, so, get, so get your cronky get your out banners sorted out. I mean, you might have to hide them because the stewards will probably try and search them before you go in or something. Anyway, yeah, right, let's start from the very beginning. Let's go for the uh, the starting 11. Uh, Merv, what was your thoughts when you saw the first starting 11 tonight, mate? Um, I, I think like a few I saw on uh, Twitter, I, I wasn't sure if this was back three or back five. It was where was Saka playing? Um, it, it's, I mean, I was, I was pleased with the attacking, um, players. Uh, I, I was pleased with the way they looked to be set up. I wasn't sure defensively how it was going to work. Uh, but it, it actually worked fine. It, 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 everything worked perfectly well. I mean, obviously, had Chelsea equalised and, and gone on to win or something, it was an awful lineup. But but 
I mean, he, he it, it for once it felt like um, he had picked a lineup to to play a game in a certain way, and it, it worked. Yeah, Charlie, what was your thoughts when you saw the first eleven? Do you think it was a bit too defensive, or no? When I when I see the lineup, I, I presumed it was three with the two wing backs. And like Chelsea have been quite successful without themselves this season. That means I think we sort of matched up to play them. Um, yeah, I was fairly happy with it. To be fair, I thought it was. It, it's nice that we had a game plan and going there to try and execute it. I think with the back three there, um, yeah, it gives a bit more solidarity. Even one up top with the Bamiang, uh, you got the, the like the pace on the wings up and down with Tierney and Saka the other side. I thought Saka struggled a little bit in the right wing back. But no, overall, that bit of it to be fair, mate. I thought it was all right. Yeah, no, I mean, I was hoping that Saka would get. I don't like Saka getting the ball too deep in our area. I like Saka getting the ball around the halfway line. That that's where I want to. Yeah. That's where I want to see him get ball. I want to see him get ball around the halfway line, preferably in front of him. So that that obviously slightly worried me, but it did look like I had a plan. And let's be honest, the plan worked. We've walked away with a three points. And nobody can really, you, know, you can't really complain about it. I mean, you get in a, in a few chats on Twitter, everyone's talking about the fact we had a few too many right backs on the bench. But two of them bloody played anyway. Two out of three of them ended up playing. Do you know what I mean? And at one point, it looked like Tierney could come off as well. So at one point, all three of them players like destined to play right back could have played at some stage. So yeah. I was I was quite happy. Like I say, it's it's always unnerving when he tries something different because as we've seen, sometimes it can go right and sometimes it can go wrong. But like I say, you got you got to throw your hands up. I said I got it right tonight, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And Gromov. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, he did. He did. And and what what I liked was when we did, albeit we can be frustrated that we didn't really take it to them to get the second goal. Um, there were a number of times when yeah we 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 kept the ball away from them. So it, I was getting frustrated that that why aren't we you know, trying to carve out the next goal? But but it, actually what they were doing was keeping the ball away from Chelsea, getting Chelsea to chase back. Tiring them out a bit, and and in 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 those respects, yeah, it worked really really well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Charlie. To be honest with you, Chelsea ended up throwing the kitchen sink at us, didn't they, mate? Mm. They did, they did, man. We stood strong, to be fair. I mean, other than the, the little double scare with um, the two ones at the bar, Leno wasn't really called into action. I thought, I thought the defense played really. I thought Gabriel was really good tonight. Uh, it's a couple of times he gives the ball away, passes and that, but his actual defence in front, his body on the line. I thought it was superb. I mean, what you want to see from him. But as I said, the, defensively, we didn't really, apart from that one mistake where Havertz should have scored in the first half, I thought oh, we actually God. done really well defensively. Um, but yeah, and I see a stat tonight as well. We've we've let in the same amount of goals as Man United this season. And I think it's, we're fourth in the whole league of like, Conceded goals, like less less goals, and like it's just our little our attacking this season has been a bit poor. I mean, we've been a bit one dimensional. Bamiang's not been on it, and I think that's that's what's let us down this year. So if we can address that in the summer, who knows? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. I think the whole the whole season's really look we've missed goals all over the park. If if we're if we're being honest, when mm. you know we, we haven't got the sort of 20, 30 goals you'd actually want or expect from the midfield. And we haven't had a 15 to 20 goal striker up front either. So it's been a bit of a mismatch all season with, with the goals. But again, like I say, it, it, it just kind of has been what it has been this year, really. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I think we've improved. I think Arteta's had games where he's actually had, a, you know, He's lined us up wrong, and it's you know it's really gone wrong. And he's had games like today where it's gone well, and mm. you know to get six points off Chelsea, yeah, it's, it's pretty much it's pretty much a good start. Do you know what I mean? We've you know we've we've got two what should be easier easier games. Gav, this teams. season, to be honest with you, 
you go through our results against the top seven, it ain't that bad. I mean, bar Liverpool, Man City, which we got none out of the six against. We got six against Chelsea. We got three against Leicester, four against United. We got three against Tottenham and four against West Ham. So if you look at that, if you've got that every season, you'd be happy. But then you look at the other side, Everton, Burnley, Villa and Wolves, we've got none out of 24. That's been mm. our fucking letdown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that. Uh, right, the next uh, uh, subject is uh, uh, the substitutions. Uh, I mean, I'd say we've already gone through a bang-yang. Was he sulking? Was he upset? You know, did the media make a mess of it? Probably a bit of everything. Uh, and the other one was Bellerin coming on and Bellerin coming off. Which, I mean, Merv, does that kind of say yeah. to you that they are worried about Bellerin's fitness? I think so. Um, and I think that, that there's obvious, well, we hear the rumours that, that there are certain players who, who, who would like to leave and he's one of them. And it, it's much as I've been excited by him over the years. I mean, he's still quite young. Uh, in, in terms of being a, 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 a top-class footballer, um, I, I, I think the time could be right. I think that a lot of the, a lot of the things that made him great as a youngster, he's lost a bit of the pace. Um, and I think that the, the team has evolved. And I think in, in, in the Arsene Wenger teams, uh, he had a specific role to play, the, the way that we played, the way he was brought into the game when we had you know, Ozil and Ramsey and stuff. We don't have those players now. It's a much more choreographed uh, kind of style of play that Arteta has, where we have like set moves, set ways of playing, you know, the ball out across to the right. And and, and, and I don't know he fits that. Um, uh, I mean, obviously he had to be bought on, I think, because I don't think Kaya Saka was, was getting as much joy as the right wing back, as A, he normally gets on the left and B, he's used to. And I am a bit concerned that uh, we're overplaying him. Mm, yeah. In still, what is his, in really his first full season? Um, so I thought it was a good idea. Bellerin, you know, he, he, he's got the experience. He's, he's played in an, a number of games against the big six. Um, and, you know, he, he's often had a decent game against Chelsea. So uh, in fact, he scored our last goal there. <clears throat> so it, it, it be, be, before this evening if, if I, the goal he scored last season was the last goal they'd conceded against a big six team I think they said until the goal tonight um, so I, no I, I, I think it was the right dis- decision obviously he was injured so there was little, little choice but to um, bring, bring on another sub but I, I don't yeah. think there was anything wrong and I think um he often, Arteta often does this where Aubameyang starts and Lacazette doesn't, is towards the end of the game, bring on uh, Lacazette to kind of hold the ball up. Yeah, no, I mean, Lacazette is, uh, uh, there was a, there's a few balls that was breaking out earlier and I thought that they were just bouncing off Aubameyang. I, I didn't think he was yeah. controlling them. Uh, but Charlie, when you look at the, uh, the Bellerin sub, it looked like he got injured from probably jumping about six foot up in the air to tip the ball out for a corner, which looked like you know a Chelsea player was getting behind. Is that what you yeah. kind of took from his injury there? Do you think it was like an in-game? Or did yeah, he, he just stretched out. He's just come on, probably not not acclimatised to the game. He stretched out. Obviously, just I mean, probably had a proper warm up. He's run on, and, and to be fair, he done right when he come on better. In and then we made the change, change with Chambers, and then. Chambers looked solid. When they were sort of throwing the kitchen sink at the end, Chambers won a few big headers, do you know what I mean? So he's very physically big, isn't he? So it might have even done us a little bit of a favour. But you know what? Every player on that pitch tonight give their absolute oh, their bollocks. And as fans, that's all we ask for. People yeah. just try and give it a go. And tonight, it wasn't the pretty win. The goal wasn't saying that we've created, but it was, it, it was ugly, but it was lovely to see us do it. Do you know what I mean? I, I do think when we do take leading games, we normally do all right. And we just, we hung in there, we rode our luck a couple of times. We just, I mean, I said after the Villarreal game, as gutted as I was, and I just said, I think it's really important for us to now go and finish this season on a high, just because the summer and it was only going to get beat three out of the four. You just know that 
fan base has got a summer of like sort of going, oh, fucking shit. What they've done the last two games, all right, only West Brom, but tonight they've actually put a performance in there and showed that they can compete. I mean, last week was absolutely terrible. I'm not sort of missing that point. But if we can go and win now the last two games of the season, we're a point behind Tottenham at the minute. Anything can happen. Do you know what I mean? And I think, and, 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 and that sounds stupid, but you, you finish the season on a little bit of a high, like just with results, just the mood for the summer is so much better. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's vitally important for us that we did respond after, because you've watched us this season, no game has been a given. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. even to get, get the result against West Brom was good in a convincing way in the end. Tonight is massive for the confidence. Do you know what I mean? And the players have a bit of a lift. In fact, we've just gone to Chelsea, Champions League finalists, absolutely flying. I mean, other than the game I lost to West Brom, which I've still got sent off, Chelsea have been excellent this season. Do you know what I mean? So it's just going yeah, in the right like direction. Like Smith Road tonight again was excellent. It was superb. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to look at a positive I mean, a lot of people were a bit react. Well, I was a little bit reactionary last week about Arteta and stuff like that. I mean, we've got to realise he is not going nowhere. Right? He's not. So, so we need no. to make sure we get in behind everyone, trust that we are going to have a good summer because, I mean, he has had 18 months of trying to weed out the shit. So hopefully we do invest in the summer. The Cronkies are embarrassed about all the other shit and they do try and put it right. And of what I'm hearing from people within the club, they're hearing the same. So I hope it ain't all just a load of fucking bollocks and trying to propaganda, trying to... If we generally want to get back to where we need to invest in the squad, there's five or six players in that squad that need to be gone. And we just need to try and stick with it for the minute and just this end of the season, hopefully, is a little bit of a... Just so we're not finishing the season on such a low, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh... Colin Coulter in the chat said, look, Bellerin landed on his leg bent under the weight of falling, not stretching. But, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying there, Colin, but I meant he injured himself while stretching to kick the ball out. Uh, Michael Griffin's probably pretty much saying what you've just said there, Charlie. Uh, well, you know, we got away with one. Uh, we got away with this. We, we got away with it a bit. There's an obsession about results. When we are down... We are not suddenly bad players that ain't trying. I mean, so much rubbish about this. Support with support. Stop banging about how shit we are. We need support to get behind the club. It's easy to say we're this and we're that when we win or we lose. It's more than that. The young squad and manager. Um, it's a penalty on party, full stop. So, yeah, let's, let's take that one up, actually. I'll go straight back yeah. to you, Charlie. Penalty on party? I thought so. I thought he clipped his legs. He's actually booking for diving now. I think it was disgraceful. Yeah, well, he's running away from yeah. the goal. He's got possession of the ball when he, he got tripped up. It wasn't intentional, but he got tripped up. I I agree. I I I agree. Yeah, it, it was to me. It was a penalty. I I expected VAR to actually rule that, but but yeah, I don't even know if they looked at it. I can't. Like I, say, it, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. It it, it it weren't a dive. But I'm not 100% sure it was a penalty either. Because he did sort of slow that. I mean, if we got the penalty, it, we'd only get that penalty at Highbury, or at Highbury, at the Emirates, right? Yeah. First, oh, I wish we was at Highbury. We'd only yeah, get definitely at Highbury would have got it, yeah. Oh, definitely at Highbury would have got it, yeah. yeah we yeah. only would have got that at home against someone like Brighton or Watford or Fulham. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to get that yeah, yeah. away at Chelsea. And... That's what VAR, VAR was brought in for, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, before we move on, uh, Gambino Snitch, has Odegaard done enough to justify us trying to sign him, Mo? That's a good question. Uh, I've been thinking about this, and in, in kind of my threads with, obviously, the guys I've been going with for years and years, we've been discussing this. Um I like Edegaard. I think he's a great prospect. Um, I, I Has he done enough to justify us trying to sign him? With what it would cost to sign him, it would be easy to say possibly not. But then we have to look at his potential. And we have to look at, you know, is, is Arteta going to kind of build around him? I mean, if, if 
you know, there's a lot of rumours that we're going to sign someone like a Bissouma to play with Partey. And then we need that number 10. But then uh, Emil Smith-Rowe does well at that role as well. So I, 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 I like Odegaard and I think potentially he can be a great player. But if Madrid want like 60, 70, 80 million or something for him, I don't, I don't, we just don't have the money to justify that. You know, we need, we need to so sign what, in other areas. So what, what's your price, Mo? What, 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 would, what would be the maximum you'd pay for him? I would, I would take a, a risk and... Madrid are skint. Madrid are skint, aren't they? They're as skint as us. I, I would, I would, I either lowball them or I would take him for another season on low. Charlie? I think it all depends what happens with Zidane, doesn't it? I think... Yeah. If Zidane stays, we may have a chance of getting him. <clears throat> I don't think we're going to get him on loan for another season, though. Um, but if they get a new manager in, I could very much see him in their plans... Um, because their squad is not that great, to be honest. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. And the other side of it, I wouldn't be spending 30, 40 million on him. I, I mean, I think with the emergence of Smith Rowe now, I think it's done the club a little bit of a favour. And there's probably other areas that we do really need to address more. Um, so, but they can play together. They can play together. You're right. You are right. But since he's come back from his injury, Odegaard, he hasn't really set the world alight for me, as sort of harsh as that sounds. Um, I mean, the, the, the game against Villarreal, the second one, he was a bit non-existent, but we really needed him to step up. So I, I don't want to get another Sabahs in our hands where we've we've sort of just stuck with what we thought we knew. I, I mean, I'd... I'm a big fan of Bundia from Norwich. I really am. I think he can play across the whole front three. I think he's a lot more versatile with Smith Rowe as well. And, and I, if we were going to spend like 30 million on attack, we feel like I personally would go for Bundia. Um, but if we kept on the guy, I wouldn't be disappointed. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them ones. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, I mean, it's what Merv says. I, I think we've really got a sort of low ball. If we're gonna, If we're going to get him, even if, even if there's, you know, <coughs> yeah, the other side of it is that right? The amount of applause he's got on his on his sell on or whatever. <coughs> I do think we'd have to really go low. The other side of it, though, if we can get twenty five million for Willock and then invest that straight into the older guard money, that's an improvement in the squad for me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it, it, it can it can be done. We've got a lot of players. I think will be up for sale this summer, and. I mean, I've worked out the other day, just a few players I think I would like to move on. I think we could easily raise 100, 115 million this summer. But, and that's me Definitely. being generous with people like El Nene and Ketias for 10 million. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. But I just have no faith in us in selling players. We're not very good at it. <clears throat> no. Yeah. I mean, I... I... Sorry, Mo, I've gone off you. No, I was going to say, I... I... All I would say to that is interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if El Nani stays and they give him a new con contract because nights games like tonight, you know, he's he's done his job well. He doesn't. I mean, yes, sometimes he plays into trouble, but ultimately he he doesn't that often. He's very careful with the ball. He's not going to set the world alight. Um, but he, he's the kind of good squad member who can be sent out to do a job. So. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept him on. But I think we do have, you know, I think, uh, you know, Hector Bellerin, um, I think that, that possibly one out of Chambers and Holding, you know, with the the, the, the English kind of premium. Um, I think Lacazette, certainly one out of Lacazette and Aubameyang will go. Um, so I, I think, you know, Willock, Maitland-Niles, they will probably sell in Ketia, possibly Nelson. I, th I think money will be generated, uh, and and if they can spend it well, uh, we, is great. But I mean, if it, it's how they're going to spend it, and you know they're talking about Ryan Bertrand and stuff, and and, and I, I what 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 we don't want is probably you know another William, um, that kind of investing in an established player who maybe hasn't yet you know, ha 
isn't coming to prove themselves. We need yeah, younger no. players who are stepping um, up, like like a Bissouma, step stepping up for yeah. I hate to say a smaller club, but I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, in into one of the big six and will really, really grab their 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 chance. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that one. I mean, I, I think that what's desperately needed in in the summer is young, hungry, ambitious players. That that's what we need. We don't need. The journeymen who are after the last yeah. two or three years of their yeah. of their football life uh, anymore. Uh, we need speed as well. Yeah, just going to go through the, the comments. Kevin Marshall, I wouldn't want the Norwegian to boy uh, as quite as needed elsewhere, which I believe both of you two mentioned anyway. Uh, ESR is more of a complete player and more mobile. Agree there as well. <clears throat> and David Dunlop, we aren't the best. Of, selling players and I think everybody can agree there that that's probably a huge understatement but absolutely terrible yeah. uh, <laughs> selling players absolutely absolutely dreadful uh, right well uh, let's move this on to the next one which is our goal which I think we've, we've covered anyway haven't we I mean Smith Rowe yeah. done very very well on the high press uh, they messed up the back page we took advantage unlucky uh, their goals there wasn't any yeah, uh, I think the only in, the only interesting point I would say with with our goal is is Smith Rowe kind of nearly didn't score. I mean, he didn't hit it cleanly, um, and there obviously was the case as they discussed in the commentary that that it's it's actually a red card. You know, he he handled the back part. So is had Smith Rowe not, not not scored, uh, well, it was a penalty. Uh, had, had Smith Rowe not scored, it'd be interesting to know what they they would have done. Is it not an indirect free kick? It's a, yes. I mean that that's what I, I mean. I just debate uh, uh, half time as well with a couple of mates. Yeah, it's an it's it's not even a booking. It's an indirect. If you if the goalkeeper hand catches the ball, touches the ball with his hand in the goal. It's an indirect free kick six yards away from the goal line. So it's not even a direct, so which is literally impossible to score from anyway. Do you no. know what I mean? It, okay, uh, I was wrong there. I apologise. That rule doesn't make sense because if that was, if that was a centre back that's not allowed to handle the ball, yeah, he it would have been a, it would have been red card sent off penalty. Yeah. So that, that actual rule in that situation doesn't particularly make sense, does it? Really, there no. should be sort of there should have been some sort of penalty with regards to the keeper, even if he was booked. He should, but he won't even book for it. it which no, I, I find completely ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> right, let's uh, go on to the man of the match. Uh, I'll stop. Oh, let's see what the comments up. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor's agreeing with me in the chat. Indirect free kick on the six-yard line, which... No, you can't score from there, can you? You can't score from an indirect free kick on the six-yard line. Well, they can't... Well, well, Chelsea can't line up on the goal line because they won't be 10 yards back. Yeah, they have to. They have to line up on the goal line. And then... We but have they're going to be 10 yards back. back. No, they have to be six yards. No, the ball's six yards back and they're on the goal line, right? We then yeah. have to kick the ball before we can... You've got two choices. You can either run up and smash the ball, hope it gets a deflection and goes in, mm. or somebody touches it and then somebody else smashes it. But then you've got mm. 11 players running out at you. So it, it's literally impossible to score from there. It, it, it's a bit of a daft rule, I think. In, in that situation, when the goalkeeper hand, when the goalkeeper illegally touches the ball with his hand to prevent the goal, there should be more of a penalty than there should be there should be more of a, a, a penalisation than just yeah. you know an indirect free kick which which is which is nothing. Anyway, let's move on to man of the match, Charlie. Who are you going for? Uh, <clears throat> that is tough, isn't it? I like Smith Rowe with his energy and the way he was sort of pushing and constantly pressing. Um, I think El Nene had a very good game tonight. 
I thought the three defenders were good. Obviously, they had to be. And Gabriel, I thought, was slinging everything on the line. But I'm going to go for Smith Pro. I just think he's he's given us just that little bit of class, to be fair. I mean, I think he was always making things happen. Every time we went forward, he was the one sort of instigating it. So I'm going to go for Smith Pro. All right, cool. Uh, people that are still listening in, chat who you think man of the match was in the chat, and I'll read them out after Merv. Merv? Well, um, I can't say Emil Smith Rowe now. Um, I, I, I would like an honourable mention for Burton Leno, who has come in for a bit of stick recently. Uh, and that's from all areas, not just Arsenal, Twitter, friends of mine, particularly the two that wanted us to sell Leno and keep Martinez. Um, but, I mean, he saved everything he had to save this evening. He was alert. Uh, he did what he needed to do. I think... Uh, Mohamed Elneny had a great game. I think Gabriel did everything he needed to do. Um, I would probably, I would probably, I won't, I've just seen a comment flash up, but I'll leave you, Gav, to read that out. Um, so I would say Bert Leno because uh, he's been under pressure recently. and But tonight I thought he was, he was so, solid. Yeah, no, fair one. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Trevor's going for Smith Rowe. Benny's going for El Nenny Stroke, Smith Rowe. Benny probably deserves stick, though, who I think he's obviously presuming he's talking about Leno. Uh, Oliver thinks uh, Jorginho deserves man of the match. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I think at one point, Chelsea had more shots on their own target than we had, <laughs> which I thought was quite honest. Uh, Colin uh, Coulter, Smith Rowe, and uh, Sue Neitz if I pronounce the surname correctly, Smith Rowe as well. Uh, yeah, I can't go much past Smith Rowe either, really. Uh, like I say, as you said, you know, I thought everybody had a good game. I thought, I'll bring this up in a minute. Uh, I thought everybody had a good game, but I thought Smith Rowe was just, even the little touches when, it, when we was trying to break, and some of them were coming, they weren't quite coming off, but you can see his intentions, you know, his intentions uh, when, we, when we was breaking. Uh, I don't really want to, uh, here we go, the weakest link. I thought party, I thought party, sometimes I look at him and wonder why we've spent that amount of money on him, Charlie. Defensively tonight, he's excellent. But again, he, the amount, of ball, the amount of stray passes he put... He yeah, put that's around. the one thing he needs to improve. And he got a lot of stick after that Villarreal game. But as I said at the time, he, he was playing midfield on his own against three midfielders, right? And it, and people don't, don't seem to remember. He does have the odd pass that, which is a bit of a nightmare. But tonight, he was excellent in breaking up the play and sort of just that defensive presence... He, I thought he was much better tonight. I mean, he has had a pre-season. He's been injured after the season. Um, mm. He'd give the geezer a chance to acclimatise to the Premier League. Hopefully this summer he has a nice break, comes back fresh, and I'm sure we'll see the player that we did spend that money on and that we expect from him. But oh, yeah, we, no, we, no, we, no. We, we, we just linked tonight. I don't think you could say anyone after that result. I think like, everyone put their, their absolute blood, sweat and tears into that. And to go to Chelsea away at the minute and win, it's an absolutely fantastic result. It really, really is. And people might mention, oh, yeah, well, they rested Werner, they rested Mendy, they rested Kante. That's all right, fair enough. We didn't have Xhaka in there. We didn't have Lacazette fit at the minute starting. I mean, we've had a few players out as well. David Luiz, it's what it is. That's football. So it was a good result. And tonight, we've gone through a lot of shit this season. We should just have a, a, a head cell diet and be happy that we've gone and got a decent result and showed a bit of arsehole, which people have been criticised for lately. Yeah, and, and Smith, Smith Rowe nutmegged uh, Thiago, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has been it. Merv, like I say, I mean, you know, we are we are picking at straws with the weakest link. And like I say, I'm, I'm I'm still a little bit disappointed with Party from the other from the other night and I just sort of see too many I'm not saying he don't break up the play, and I'm not saying he ain't a good player, but you, you've got to hold your hands up when someone ain't been been right. And again, like I say, I was just seeing a couple of balls that he was, that 
not even not even when he was under pressure, but a couple of balls that he played were, you know, mm. they, they were just miles off. Yeah, I don't. I, again, as Charlie said, I mean, it, in a performance like this evening, there isn't a weak player. Everybody did their part. Every every scrappy clearance, every ball knocked down the channels to get it away from Chelsea, played played their part. So I, I, I don't think there was a weakest link this evening. I think the team played well, and and it. it uh, I know in the comments, I, I'm not doing your your job, Gav, but um, somebody mentioned Mari. Um, he had a couple of dodgy moments, but but you know, I mean, he is a he's a very capable def- defender, and I think the the problem that we've got with Mari Gabriel holding is they're in and they're out. Nobody gets a run of games. We keep chopping and changing the defence. Um, and, and, and so it's uh, you, you don't have that kind of somebody who has a run of 10, 12, 15 games in, in a position to really build up their confidence and build up their understanding with the players around them. Um, so it's, uh, no, I, I'm not, I, I don't have a weakest link tonight. Okay, fair enough. Just like I said, before we move on, just picking up on what you said, Merv, I'll chuck this at you, Charlie. In the modern game, when you are playing, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, etc., etc. I mean, the, the days of having a settled back four or settled two, you know, two centre backs. That, you know, like I say, we might be a bit dinosaurs by by thinking that is going to be the case these days. What's that, mate? Sorry. Do you think, like I say, do you think the days of actually having like a, a settled eleven? Or a settled defence. Uh, do you think? Do you think that's long gone with the fact that you know now you know you're, you're playing two, three times every seven days, seven, eight days? Um, no, I've, I've, I, mean, I, think, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just I, honestly opening up the question. Really, I think every successful team in the past, at all levels. Every successful team has, has, has had their two centre-half pairing. They know they are. They know their two best are. And they work with each other. And they know what each other's weaknesses are. They know what each other's strengths are. They rely on each other. <clears throat> I think that is a problem of ours, that we haven't had a settled back two. I don't think Arteta knows who his best back two are. I think, for me personally, I would say my best two are. And you'd get probably three or four different other options for people. So my best two, if everyone's fully fit, would be David Luiz and Gabriel. Yet, stats-wise, Rob Holding's been involved in most clean sheets. So it's hard. So I think where we, ha- we haven't got that continuity in the back, I think that's really difficult for the team. But I think that's across all over. We haven't had a centre midfield partnership this season. We haven't had no. a... You know I mean, all these teams have got their key. Manchester United, for example, right? They're playing really well at minute. Without, within, without reason, if, if they're fully fit, they're playing Lindelof and Maguire. Right? You can own their back four no matter what. City changes, City changes a little bit if everyone's fully fit because, but the Porte and Stones are both absolutely quality players, so they can slip in there. Liverpool, everyone's fully fit. It's Gomez and Van Dyke. So Chelsea yeah. tonight have gone for three, they've got the three in the back, but they've been good again. It's been Rudiger, Silva, and um, Zuma. So you do need to have that. Structure for me, yeah. I think. Like you look at every successful team, you can name their two centre half straight away. <clears throat> so, I mean, you think you think, like I say, that that is the way forwards, and like I say, from now on, not only us but most clubs that are playing, you know, three games every eight days, you're not going to see more chopping and changing. Well, you are naturally, do you know what I mean? And you've got to go through the season, as in Europa League, that's when you try your fringe players in the group stages. When you start getting the latter end and you are playing in three days, maybe you do need to mix up a bit. But if you if you if your main centre halves are fit, for me, you've got to go with your strongest ones. And, and then you make the changes accordingly, I think. And hopefully yeah. they're as good as the ones you're gonna replace. replace yeah. Like I say, Murph, the same to you, you think that like I say you you'd want I mean, for example, if we're playing Three big games in one week. You'd want the same two centre backs playing in all three of those games in the eight days. Um, well, it's what I'm used to, I suppose. 
um, going back, and, and you know, my, my as I said, I think on the last time I was on, my my first season of, of being taken to every home game was the seventy seven one double. So, I've I've been used over the well, years no. to a to a well, centre back pairing. You know, McIntock and Simpson, O'Leary and Young. You know, even down, you know, down down to you know Adams and 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 Bold and. and so I think we used to, um, um, you know, I mean, the Invincibles, you know, it was all Campbell, Toure. Um, so you kind of know that defence. It, it's slightly different now in that we need this kind of, of almost five or six cent- central defenders in a first-team squad. But I, I, I do wonder that sometimes we rotate them a lot. So you don't, you know, Gab- Gabriel doesn't get a, a long sequence of games. And if he does, he's playing next to somebody different all the time. Tonight, Mari was there. You know, he, he does well playing with Louise. Uh, Holding seems to do well playing with Mari. It's the partnership thing. So, I, I, I would like, I would like something more settled. But the 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 modern game kind of doesn't call for that because there are so many games. Having said that. If even if we win our last two games, we still might not finish in the top seven. So, if we have a season without European football, then I think that there is much more of a case for a settled team. Because other than I suppose the the League Cup, the FA Cup, it, it's all about the league games for us, and it's all about getting back into the top four. So I think yeah, it calls for a settled yeah. If we're only playing one game a week. We don't need to keep rotating. Yeah, no fair one. Right, gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you, every, uh, thank you so much for everybody who's joined us in the chat, and I've read out loads of your comments. Uh, thank you so much for the interaction. Uh, thank you very much for this evening, Merv. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having and, me. And thank you very much, Charlie, for uh, jumping in. Charlie. Thank you very much, guys. Lovely jubbly. Good to see us get back to the last one one win to the Arsenal. And like I say, I mean, what what can you say? I mean, we win one nil away. We should all be happy. Uh, (laughs) Six points against Chelsea. Three games on the spin, including the FA Cup. Uh, Not a lot they can say, can they, really? Well, they can when they start winning trophies. But at least we've uh, we've got a little bit of a smile on our face. Anyway, thank you We have indeed. And uh, we'll see you soon.